This is the Cultural Quarter of an Hour podcast and I'm Charlotte Foster. Every week we'll be looking at the culture all around Stoke-on-Trent and North Staffordshire. Some weeks I'll be visiting events, others I'll be hearing the stories of the people who make this area what it is. Now, when you think of culture, you might just think of dusty museums, art galleries full of paintings or people in ball gowns playing violins. But actually, it's so much more than that. It's all around us. I know it doesn't sound like it, but I promise you I'm in Hanley. To be even more accurate, I'm in Albion Square in Hanley, which is the, just outside the Big Feast HQ. It is Big Feast Weekend, a weekend of art and performances taking place across uh, Hanley and the city centre. Going on behind me is a performance called HOH. It's by far from the norm. In the book, it is described as a mashup of fast-paced footwork and physical floor work. Characters explode onto the city streets, throwing everything into chaos. It's an interactive hip-hop dance show about the nation's favourite sport. All right, my name's Ricky Albert Douglas. My name is Mark Joshua Nash. My name's Gary Lemon, but AKA Shango. Uh, my name's Terry Owen. But uh, yeah, people call me Ez, Big Ez, Little Ez, whatever you like. So um, that is uh, that is H O H O H House of Hooligans, and it's uh, based around football and uh, politics, and you know the similarities between the hooligans and the Houses of Parliament, and how they act so similar and get riled up about something they're really passionate about. And what reaction do you get from people? We get a mixed reaction, a very positive one, because it's uh, packed full of energy. Uh, we've got things for the kids, which is the football and the energy and the hooliganism. And then we've got the poli- political underline, the undertone, you know, and a lot of people that are into their politics, they connect to that as well. You know, it's, it's quite interactive. So the kids, they love to have a bit of a dance and a bit of a shake, you know. So, uh, yeah, it's fantastic. Really positive. Are people surprised by the political element, do you think? Um, I think people quite enjoy it and they like how we uh, mix it in and yeah anytime we get feedback they just they just love how we incorporate it and you know kind of uncover their their deviousness and how they cheat and lie and all of that stuff you know kind of talk about things that they don't want to talk about in public so people respond to it in different ways one guy this morning said it was emotional for him because he connected it with it on that level whereas others they just like that we're touching upon these topics and giving a word to the people I think uh, hiding it not hiding it, but like incorporating it with the football element allows us to reach an audience that politics might not reach. So I think it's great. It's great. And what's it like performing in Hanley, in, in Stoke-on-Trent itself? Oh, I think it's great. You know, the people, they're fantastic. I love it. You know, uh, the people, they're really, they're really friendly. I'm not going to lie. They're really friendly. You know, I feel like we've really been welcome, even though we come here wearing shirts from opposing teams, but they still treat us like, you know, we're right there with, in the stands with them. So it's, it's really nice. You know, yeah. I think they only treated us like that because they beat Arsenal 1-0, but <laughs> that's how it goes. But yeah, like, yeah. like my friend said, he, you know, Stoke has been, I think, one of our favourite games that we've played. Everyone's been very welcoming and interactive and, like yeah we feel like we're properly in the game and you know well played yeah we're looking forward to the season ahead so what is Big Feast why is it happening well I spoke to Carl Greenwood who is project director for Appetite just a little earlier on we have the Royal Hop- Opera House um, reimagined pe- performing um, the Magic Flute. 
and there are people from all over Stoke coming to watch the Royal Opera House perform in Hamley, which is a, a magical moment in my eyes. Even Sir Stanley's having a little watch as well, exactly, isn't he? Exactly, yeah, with Sir Stanley looking over as well, which is even even actually more kind of, um, yeah, beautiful. Yeah. And this is just one of a lot of events that are going on over today and uh, yesterday, the bank holiday weekend. Tell me more about the big feast. So the big feast is just a kind of menu of different types of art forms and different activity for um, for everyone, really. We try and put on, um, we've got silly things, we've got people dressed as foxes for children, We've got the Royal Opera House, we've got poetry, we've got all sorts of things. And we've been doing it for the last four years now, this is our fourth year. And it's just about animating the streets of um, the city centre and just bringing really kind of positive, meaningful experiences and bringing people together to have a good time. What kind of reaction are you getting from people? Really good. This year's been great. I mean, we've been lucky with the weather. Last year we were a bit unfortunate with the weather, so the weather always helps. So we've had a really nice... um, um, Yeah, so we've been fortunate in that sense. But um, it's just been a great weekend people you know the feedback we're getting has been really positive and there's been a real buzz around the city centre for the last couple of days I guess it's hard to put a, a favourite as such but what have been the, the sort of the standout acts for you I mean you can probably hear it in the background I think actually the Royal Opera House being in Stoke has been that my highlight there were a moment when I watched them perform Magic Flute this morning and I did get goosebumps and you think all the hard work and all the you know, the blood sweat and tears that goes into this it's those moments that you think oh this is why we do what we do and we're seeing a really big crowd of people some I guess some people didn't know this was happening and they've stopped and they've spent a good chunk of their Saturday afternoon taking in the Royal Opera House like I say in the middle of Hanley yeah no well I think that's a great thing about putting it on in the city centre people will just stumble across it but we have pushed it and promoted it a lot more this year as well so we know people have definitely come into the city centre and that's really important for us that um, local businesses see that actually the city centre can be used and actually cultural activities can actually bring in more people and it raises the profile of the city centre so we you know we want to we want to kind of make um the city centre be seen as not just a place you come and shop it's a place where you know you can come and watch the royal opera house how long does it take to organize something like the the big feast it it takes a long time um i think when you on the face of it when you see you can't quite see all the hard work that goes into it but there's a lot of work that goes into all the legalities and the marketing and contracting and and yeah so we've got a small team but we work really hard and it's actually down to the team that we um our team my our team that we um yeah we work so hard and go sometimes beyond the call of duty to make sure we put this on how do you choose or pick out who to have us as your performers so we've got a creative producer and we've got a team but we've also have a supper club who are a group of local people who help us um make decisions about the program so we send um members of of our supper club to go and go to other festivals and they pick quite a lot of the stuff that we've programmed this year they go and see it and then they feed back to the group so for example Reynard the Fox was our supper club member really loved it and she said can we have it and we we said yeah let's do that as as a group Appetite. Tell me more about about what what you're doing in the city. So Appetite is a um, program led by the New Vic Theatre. Um, um, It's a program that was set up in 2013 because Stoke-on-Trent was seen as an area of low arts engagement. So our job was to try and engage more people who wouldn't ordinarily engage in the arts to engage in the arts. And we've been doing that. And by putting on things in... Sorry about that, it's the flute. Um, And by, by doing that, by doing what we're doing, I think we're making the arts much more accessible and actually people recognising the value of the arts in their own lives. Uh, 
And uh, comparing 2013 to 2017, how, uh, how how have things changed? Can you see the changes? Yeah, I mean, I mean, what in, in terms of the city centre, I feel there's much more of a excuse the, the the pun, but and much more of an appetite for for culture. I think the city centre has developed and there's a lot of regeneration and that helps and it all goes hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. We've got you know, the, the cafe offer and the cultural quarter is starting to develop and there's bars creeping in and, and the nighttime economy. So, you know, we, no one can do that single-handedly and I think Appetite has got to be working in partnership with other cultural organisations in the city and other businesses. But I think I've seen a massive change. I think the fact that we're going for city of culture, I think when I came into the role in 2013, that I don't think that was even part of the conversation whereas now and I'm not saying it's all down to appetite but I think we have played a role in in that and getting people to believe that we can actually bring we can have I keep going on about the Royal Opera House but you know we can have that in Stoke-on-Trent obviously you know getting great international acts is important but how do you feel the culture here and the creative arts is developing in Stoke-on-Trent does it have its own identity absolutely I think um, there, there's, there is a strong cultural identity here already but there's always room for improvement and I think we um, hopefully will inspire and some of the artists that we work with are creating some of the big outdoor shows that we work hopefully in years to come there'll be um, people artists in Stoke creating similar work and yeah, just kind of, it's that um, learning community where everyone's developing and wanting to learn from each other. The best that, bit that I've enjoyed was the strong lady. She was really good. What was she lifting? Two men up at once. Do you reckon you could do that? No, but, but she lifted my daddy up. And is your daddy big or small? Big. <laughs> and uh, Dad, what's been your best bit of the day? Um, we enjoyed the people on the park, wasn't it? They were doing acrobatics and things, weren't they? Well, we, we only knew about it today, so we've come up today. I think it's quite a fab. It's nice to have something in the city to bring families together. And um, what have you enjoyed the most? Alice in Wonderland. We all joined in, didn't we? Yeah, really awesome. My best bit was when they did the street dance. What you've just seen? Yeah. So what happened in the dance? Uh, when when they were street dancing, my my brother got twelve twice. But do you want dance? Come on, dance! And I said I want to come with you, but he said no because he was too shy. What about you? What's your best bit? Um, Alice in Wonderland. And what was Alice in Wonderland about? Um, what did you I see? What, I know what it was about. The Mad Hatter and the Rabbit and the. Queen of Hearts. The Queen of Hearts wanted to chop off your head. How did you escape? I screamed and ran behind my mum's back. Mums are great for that sort of thing, aren't they? And what about you? What was the best bit for you this weekend? Um, probably the Alice and Woodland thing because that was actually dead fun because there's a lot, there's a lot of movement and interaction with the kids and stuff. Did we abandon the planet, or did it abandon us? I remember the stories of the ice caps, fairy tales to most of us. What I'm really enjoying about today is that I've seen a performance by the Royal Opera House, I've seen some hip-hop street dancing, and now I appear to be following an urban astronaut around the city centre, because that's what you do on a Saturday in Hanley, apparently.
and I'm not the only one. There's a lot of people taking part in this and following along as well. Some people looking a bit bemused, others just amazed at this uh, man in a spacesuit who is doing a spacewalk <laughs> from Albion Square down Tontine Street. It's brilliant. I think it's great bringing theatre into the streets so lots of people get to see it. Have you ever followed an astronaut down Tontine Street before? Never, never. <laughs> Did you ever think you would? No. <laughs> so I'm Mark and I'm one of the artistic directors of Highly Sprung Performance Company. We have an astronaut that goes 20 foot in the air and spins around. We call it aerial without strings, which is quite fun. And our astronaut has travelled down the street bouncing in a post-apocalyptic world and he meets a young girl who has found a way of keeping alive and keeping the world alive through planting trees in a post-apocalyptic way. We made this piece in 2015 and we realised and we found out that six million people died because of air pollution. And some of the worst polluted areas in the world, everyone thinks it's Beijing or Tokyo or anywhere like that. It's not, it's actually London. So it's on our doorstep. And we're not a London-based company, we're from Coventry, but we felt that that's, that's a really big issue that we need to address. And recent surveys suggest that in 93 years, we won't have any rainforest left if we carry on chopping down trees at the rate we're doing. So at some point, we have to stand up and start thinking about our behaviour as human beings and, and how can we live on this planet together. It's a very visual performance. You great can't, for radio. Great for radio, <laughs> great for podcasts. You, you can't fail to see your astronaut floating, it looks like floating along in, in Hanley, and it's not really something people expect to see. What reaction do you get from people when you're up as the astronaut? We've done, over the past, this is our third year of touring, so we've done close to 90 shows, and it's only been positive. And what lots of people say is that We've lived in this city all our lives, but we very rarely see the architecture as well. So we're, we're trying to get people to look up, which is a really, really positive way of looking at things. So not looking down, looking up, looking at the, the buildings that you have and this astronaut floating past. And the amount of cameras that I see when I'm up there is absolutely amazing. I must be on so many Facebook pages. It's untrue. The faceless one. <laughs> and what kind of reaction have you had here in, in Stoke-on-Trent this weekend? It's been lovely. It's been really, really good. We've had people coming up and just saying, I've never seen anything like this in Stoke. Um, thank you for coming. People have wanted our autographs, which is very, very unusual for us. Um, it's, been a, it's been a really, really humbling experience and people just being really genuinely happy and pleased and thankful that we've come. And it's, it's our pleasure. So Big Feast was just one of a number of events that were taking place over the bank holiday weekend. And I think that just shows just how much variety there is that goes on in Stoke-on-Trent and sort of the breadth of the community events that, that take place. You also had Penkle Jazz and Blues Festival. The Saturday of that was dedicated to remembering and celebrating the city's links with Laditza. Now, hopefully, we'll be looking at that in a bit more detail in a future episode. The Sunday of Penkel Jazz and Blues saw music playing and people gathering on the green and really enjoying themselves, enjoying the weather as well. Bank Holiday Monday was the Burslem Unites Festival, where the whole town just comes together for a real community gathering. Now, I have a confession. I was planning to go to both Sunday of Penkel Jazz and Blues and on Monday, Burslem Unites Festival. 
Sadly, the day job overran on Sunday and then on Monday morning, I woke up with a recurrence of an old neck injury, which meant I could barely move. So really sorry that I missed those two events because I was really looking forward to them. Of course, it just means we'll have to do it all again next year, doesn't it? So don't forget, you can follow me on social media at CQHpod is the Twitter handle. And on Facebook, you can find me at Cultural Quarter of an Hour Podcast. Love it when you get in touch. You've all been getting in touch loads recently. Thank you so much. And of course, don't forget, you can download the podcast every Wednesday. It's Cultural Quarter of an Hour.